This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, London. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. We're coming back to you for the London Podcast Festival 2019. Yeah, baby. Austin Powers. Hey, he's from London. Yeah. I, I can't do accents. Um, Tom, Friday, September 13th. Saturday, September 14th. Those are the nights we're doing it. That's a Friday and Saturday night. Both shows are at 7. Both shows are different. So you could go to both if you want. Yeah. I'll pencil it in. It's at King's Place. You know. We've we've gone there every year for the last no. 100 years, I think. Uh, there it's about, yeah. It's always a lot of fun. Get your ticket soon. TCGTE.com slash live. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you um, in London uh, at the show. That will be performing. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom, and I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing on this lovely Friday afternoon? A rare Friday afternoon cast. It's a Friday afternoon cast. I'm doing great. I have my pennant out uh, with my. Hey, with put the, that back in your pants. With the name of my favorite sports teams on it. Oh, I see. Uh, because it's ballpark week here on the Complete Guide to Everything. <laughs> Tim, stop trying to declare things. It's X week here on the. That's what it is, though. I mean, but that's always the case. Yeah, I know. And I'm letting everybody know. You could say, like, it's restaurant etiquette week here on the Complete. Yeah, I guess it works. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's announcing the topic of the show. Yeah. I don't want to get too inside baseball here, Tom. Wow. But every week we do a, a different topic. I don't want to get too inside baseball, but this one's about baseball. It is. Well, it's not really about ba- hey hey guys, if you if you're if you're pressing pause on your yeah. on your if you're sitting there going, Oi, if it's not about rounders, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, this is not about footy. <laughs> What what accent was that? I don't know. I think it was accidentally <laughs> offensive. Yeah, I think so. I know. I was. Just, I, I don't know how to do any accents. Yeah. Tom, you know what I was thinking of doing? What? Uh, learning Taking an accent class. Yeah, I was gonna oh, like. Man. Are there like uh, not take a class, but there must be some sort of uh, resource. Yeah, dialect coach. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't want to involve any <laughs> live person here. Oh, okay. I, I want like some tapes where it's like, oh, this is this is how you pronounce these words, and like the O's sound like you know, like you know what I mean, like uh, oh, you can practice for accents or yeah. just for regular talking. No, for accents. Oh, okay, yeah, certainly. I mean, there are YouTube videos and stuff. I'm sure there's uh, like online courses you can take. Yeah. Um, so to be clear, I wasn't trying to do an offensive accent before. Well, you should probably take um, some classes. So you yeah, don't... I was trying to do a Scottish accent, actually. Yeah. But uh, just came out like a... Mm. Like what, Tim? I don't know. I don't even know what it sounded like. Yeah, we all know what it sounded like. What did it sound like? I don't even want to say it out loud. It's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, so, hey, look. This isn't about sports. This is about going to the stadium. Going to a ballpark. With your friends or with your family or maybe by your lonesome yeah. uh, listening to the game on a walk. A transistor radio. Yeah. Like that, uh, you know, like a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Eh, people do that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, weirdos. <laughs> that is like a thing though, huh? Going going to the ballpark and just listening to the game. Uh... Yeah, that's how, that's how you know what's going on. That guy that... Uh, uh, Steve Bartman. Yeah. He, that's that's what he was, right? The man who was Give blamed. Some, yeah, t- by t- tell the, everybody who Steve Bartman was. Yeah, he was this guy in Chicago that went to the baseball stadium during the playoffs when the Cubs were in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big fan of the team. He didn't go to just any baseball stadium. He went to a stadium where the game was happening. Yeah, the game was, oh yeah, I should mention, the game was being played that very night <laughs> at that. that. Anyway, he uh, reached to, to, to catch a foul ball mm-hmm. um, and then and uh, the team lost. Uh, he, people say he un- interfered he with it. Because he pulled the, the yeah, ball what, in? Was that what happened? Yeah, he basically made the catch that uh, oh, yeah. that a player on the Cubs could have made. And, and wrapped then, up the game. 
No, not not even wrapped up the game. Wrapped up the series. No, not even close. Like it, it, <laughs> the, there were a, a million failures of the baseball team yeah. after that happened, and this poor sports fan just had his his life ruined yeah. by the city of Chicago. Just awful people there in the city of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> We've just come back from the city of Chicago. Ruer, for the record, we had a lovely time. Yeah, only... except for the people, right? Well, we met a few bad people, to be honest. Uh, Anyone who came to our show was yeah. Everybody that came to notch. our show, top notch people. But uh, yeah, I can't speak for the whole city. It's a big city. Yeah. For example, there was this one guy, Steve Bartman. I wish Steve Bartman came to our show. <laughs> he could have. Maybe he did. Didn't he change his name or something? I, we didn't know that. We didn't get the names of everybody that. Oh, came. you? Did. Oh, I did. I would have recognized them by sight. I uh, collected all the names. That's where I was before the show. I was hanging out by the door, taking names. I think when the Cubs finally won, yeah, uh, the series a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. they did that thing that like Boston did to Bill Buckner when they were like, "Hey, uh, <laughs> we made your life a living hell for decades uh, right. because you screwed up one play." Uh, and Bill Buckner's like, "Oh, cool, thank you. Like, we'd like to apologize to you now that we finally won a championship." <laughs> right. Um, but I think they did it to uh, to Steve Bartman, and he was just like, "Go screw." <laughs> like, yeah. I think they were Good. like, "The city wants to apologize to you now that the Cubs won," and I think he's just like, "Go fuck no, yourself." You're, yeah, you're only apologizing because you're not mad about not winning anymore. Yeah. yeah. We can finally forget. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I think they did send him a World Series ring. Did they? That seems condescending to me, right? Nah, that's pretty cool having a World Series ring. Yeah, but like, do you want to like? You can get a World Series replica. I can? Yeah, you can make. You can have a ring designed huh. Maybe that I will look just like any World Series ring that you want from yeah. any team. But if you haven't done anything to earn, like it's it's cool when people have championship rings. Yeah, because because they've, they've they've done something to to they, deserve. For them. example, be a part of the team. Yeah, yeah. But what if I got a championship ring made up and then people were like, "Oh, well, did you play on that team?" I was like, "No, I was the the villain of this team for for a decade." Yeah. And then uh, when they finally won, I got they sent me a ring. They were like, "Ah, we realized we we're being jerks when we." destroyed your whole life for a decade <laughs> somehow i don't know no how they, they track me down again <laughs> even though i had uh, moved to a different state and changed my name and appearance uh, but they tracked me down and sent me this replica ring so anyway we're not talking about sports we we did name i mean we're going to talk about sports a little bit no nobody likes sports well tom. i'm going to go through the current standings of course tom in, in i don't the, want jocks both, listening both to this the, show in both the national and american leagues people need to know where all the teams stand look i i don't want jocks we we're going to do a live show and all these meatheads are going to show up <laughs> they're going to be like oh yeah let's uh let's talk about i don't know the names of any players in professional sports too many names Doc and Gooden. they and they change you know, year by year, some people retire, some people leave the league, new people enter the league as rookies. Some people are killed in accidents. That's true. Yeah, I'm not making a joke of it. Sometimes it happens. I know. Look, life gets in the way. <sighs> life gets in the way of a nice baseball game on a yeah. sunny summer day sometimes. So here's what I want to say about that, actually. Uh, because I understand that some people don't like baseball, that they think baseball is a boring sport. And like, I don't follow baseball during the season much. Like, uh, the off season though, you're like, Hey, who's a free agent? What are the trades? Hot stove, baby. Who are the prospects this year? Huh? Who's going to be rookie of the year? Yeah. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I I have no idea who who it could be because I didn't watch any games. <laughs> I don't well, know no. the names of any of the rookies. No, but that's when before the during the off season. That's when I'm I'm at an equal playing field of everybody where I can bet on who's going to be rookie of the year, and we don't know because you know, oh, I thought you meant for, for the, the previous season. season. Okay, because they announced the rookie of the year after the season has ended. Right. So well, like it's everybody too late to who get had your watched. Bets in. Anybody who had watched the season could be like they would uh, have a good I, idea. I know who the rookies were, and right. you didn't. No, but during the off season for next year's rookies, who knows? Nobody's ever seen these guys play ball before. Never. Some of them might be the best baseball player that's ever lived. Some might not even know all the rules. Yeah. They might get up to bat, you know, get lucky, hit a hit a hit a swing, swing a hit. Uh, yes, start, swing a hit. Start running to third base because they don't even know the rules. That's how green they are. 
Are you talking about professional baseball yeah. or like a t-ball? No, league? professional baseball. Sometimes you've seen this happen. Uh, Rookies they get it out of their system in spring training, though, right? Yeah, usually this happens in spring training games. But yeah. some of the guys they don't want they refuse to go up to bat during spring training because they they don't know all the rules yet, yeah. and they tell the coach. I'm gonna. I'm saving it all for the regular season, coach. But really, they're just furiously like being like, "Okay, wait, what happens?" Yeah, and then they go back to the bench and they've got the rule book out. They're leafing through it like mad, like. So what were you saying? And a lot of times, the rule books it doesn't go over the real basic stuff, like which base is the first one you have to run to. First base. It says first base, but it doesn't have a picture, so they don't know. I think it does. I think it does have a a diagram. No, but then sometimes they're like, "Well, am I reading left to right?" Because then you know the one on the left that's the first base um but no they're marked in the rule book what is this as the crow flies what am i going by here uh you were gonna say that you don't follow baseball and you and people say that baseball's boring right but i will say this uh i always love going to a baseball game that was it? <laughs> yeah, Tim. Whether I've got money on Rookie of the Year or not, I still like going to a baseball game. <sighs> Baseball's the best sport to go to. I don't know if that's true. I've never been to a football game. Me uh, neither. I've had fun at... I've been to a football game, but not a football game. Right. Footy. Footy to people like you. Yeah. Uh, I've... Have you ever? You know what I like about basketball games and hockey games? A lot of action. They're short. Yeah, it's condensed. It's a couple hours, and then you're home. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I like going to those things because I don't like going to things. <laughs> I haven't gone to a uh, professional football game, but I've been to college football games. Oh, and full of chumps. Uh, a, they are full of chumps. Uh, but B. They're also long like a baseball game, but a baseball game's long and leisurely. Where uh, a football game, like baseball game stuff, for the most part, the game's always moving. A baseball game? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, the, most of the game is just them standing around waiting for <laughs> a man to throw a ball to another man. And usually yeah, nothing happens. Like somebody, sometimes they try to swing at it, but most times they but don't. But at least they're throwing a ball to a guy. During a football game, a lot of times it's like everybody's just looking at a Microsoft Surface on the sideline. That's true. Drawing squiggles on it, and saying, and then you know the, the you got the dummy yeah. on the going. Uh, can you draw it again, Coach? Uh, didn't get that. Hey, are we the X's or the O's? Is that what happens at football games? Yeah, I've never been. Got, I've never they, been. No, they've got them mic'd up. Uh, that's my favorite thing. I wish baseball. Wouldn't it be really cool if uh, MLB TV mm-hmm. had the package for normal people like you and me, mm-hmm. uh, just some blue collar Joes, uh, <laughs> working class guys yeah. like me and you, where it's like, hey, ninety nine dollars for the season, watch the games or whatever. That is what. That's what they have. Tim. Hold on, <laughs> but then there was another tier. <laughs> That you'd have to save up for. It's like here's a here's a you got they have to make it worth their while, right? So mm-hmm. like let's say forty five thousand dollars a year, <laughs> but you can watch all the games, but all the players are wearing mics. Yeah, I don't know if I'd pay forty five thousand dollars. I think I would. Nah, I think I'd probably just I'd sell most of my possessions. Yeah, I mean you could just like get tickets real close, and no, you'd be able to hear. No, you can't. You would if you brought uh like a spy earphone. They like, don't let you bring spy tech in to the stadium anymore. You disguise it like it's an iPod. They don't know. Uh, sometimes or they don't a transistor like... radio. You go, I'm just listening to the game. And in reality, you're not lying. You're listening to the game, just not the part they want you to hear. Yeah. Too hot for TV. Yeah. I think you're just saying that because every time there is one of those clips, it's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. But for the most part, that's not what's going on. For the most part, they're just saying, like, uh, uh, you're uh, you're never going to make it to that base. Gonna- <laughs> See, I don't think that's what they're saying. I have no idea. If a guy makes it to yeah, first look base. At that. My buddy at second base, he's going to tag your ass out. No, if if... If there's a guy on first base and you oh. see the first baseman and the guy that just reached base, hey, be careful! Your uh, your shoes are tied together. Casually chatting. Seriously, what are they talking about? What are they saying to each other? 
Uh, they're probably like, hey, how, how are you enjoying my city? <laughs> Would you like a list of the hot spots? Yeah. Hey, yeah are you having trouble getting tickets or anything? But uh, seriously, I can help you right. get some tickets. No shtick, Tom. What? What do you think they're talking about? What do you think the small talk on like first base is? Uh, I think it probably is stuff like that. Like what? Like, hey, how's your wife? Ooh. Ooh but mm. it depends if that's an enemy. Yeah. Uh, hey, stay ahead of my stay ahead of my <laughs> wife. <laughs> oh wait, and, oh and dear! He's, and he's got his phone out. He's he's already called her. Yeah, she's a real big fan. Yeah. Could you say hi to my wife for me? Uh, what do you think it is? Do you think it's like uh strike zone? Uh, this guy's got a wide strike zone today, huh? Or something? Or like, uh, well, he's throwing the heat today. Yeah, right? or, or like uh, I hear the umpire's wife left him. Yeah, and the umpire, the first base umpire, and he's like, guys, guys a right here. here. Shut I up, can... you're not one of us. <laughs> I'm not just a robot. I can, uh, I can hear everything we're you're saying. We're jocks and we're mean. I think we always forget that uh, professional athletes are jocks. Yeah. And uh, the, oh. best, the best athletes in your high school or my high school, our, we went to the same high school, <laughs> right. the Roy, but they were all jerks. So you'd have to assume that uh, every professional athlete's a jerk. Yeah, and who are the umps if not nerds who are sticklers for the rules? Exactly. You know, a lot of professional ball players they would prefer that there weren't umpires at all and they, they could just make up the rules as they went along. Probably be a lot. The game would probably be a lot more fun. Probably go faster. Uh, probably yeah. a lot of arguing about the rules there between be the two different of, teams. I, yeah. I've I've played some some baseball without umpires, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, on the mean streets, Tom. Right. Actually, it was in the parking lot of a synagogue, <laughs> but uh, there was a lot of space there. Right. And, and was there a rabbi calling the game? No. It was on a. It was on a day when there wasn't. Uh, Shul? Is that what it's called? Sure. What's the I mean if what's the mass? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I don't know about religion. (laughs) Well, I would think if it was a day when there were services going on. The car would be the lot would be full of cars. So a bunch of kids couldn't play baseball. But also that the rabbi would be busy leading the services, not you know, not being able to call a game. Tom, there was more than one rabbi. We didn't live in some podunk town. And you could probably, even if there are services going on, you could probably still uh, get the rabbi if there's like a disagreement. They yeah. could still be an arbitrator. I think that's what rabbis are, are supposed to be there for, right? It's like you go to them. Uh, I know this from a Coen <laughs> Brothers movie, but they say like uh, Tim, they just, have just... thousands of years of wisdom to draw on because they've studied all the, the smartest people, the smartest uh, theologians or right. uh, religious folk. And and they're like, okay, now I know all the things, and I'll I'll advise you. What did I do, Tom? No, I was gonna say for a guy who wasn't sure what <laughs> what Jewish mass is called, <laughs> you seem to be very authoritative about uh, what rabbis spend <laughs> their day doing. Yeah, no, I I, I watched uh, this movie, A Serious Man, yeah, uh, recently, and the guy goes and sees three different rabbis. So mm-hmm. I think okay. I got so a, got got a little get a taste of on uh, rabbis, three yeah. different rabbis, yeah. Um, Every rabbi I've ever met, mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah, I mean, I mean most uh, religious uh, leaders are pretty nice. Nah. Well, not not <laughs> nah. Catholic ones. Uh, and then uh, every uh, nun, yeah. every nun I've ever met loves me. Nuns love me, Tom. All right, Tim. Uh, enough of you bragging about how much how much nuns love you. Let's. Uh, it wasn't a brag. It was just stating a fact. Yeah. Well, I've never seen a nun. I think I have seen a nun interact with you once somewhere. Tom, wh- no, you haven't. No, like you an obviously airport have. or something. What? Yeah, you like grabbed her luggage by accident or something. She, she hit your hand with a ruler. Yeah. Um, but enough about you. Uh, bragging about nuns loving you. Let's uh, talk about ballparks. Yeah, the ballpark experience. Tim, we went to a ball game recently. Baseball game, yes. We went to a White Sox game. Yeah. At Guaranteed Rate Field. Yeah, it's a catchy name. (laughs) And as far as I understand, that's always been the name, (laughs) which is weird. But um, uh, we, this is my experience with most games recently. Uh, you buy a ticket on StubHub after the game starts. Dirt cheap. Yeah. It's fine. If you don't care about... Where you're sitting. Where you're sitting or 
the baseball game in general right. and you just want to go for the experience look if you want to if you're looking to to get the information from the game input into you like oh what player did what and you know like the more efficient way is to just watch it on TV or read about it in the newspaper yeah, the next exactly. day yeah exactly the box score yeah. and i can point any listener in that in the direction of of TV broadcast or or newspapers if 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 you need it just email us sometimes they even have them on websites now I don't know that to be true, but if you say so, I don't spend a lot of time in cyberspace. Time. I mean, they're getting them off the TV or the radio. Yeah. There's a guy, you know, yeah. one of these nerds in his room listening to the radio, typing yeah. in the box score. So you're going to the ballpark, mm-hmm. where I am, for the experience of, uh, yeah. it, it's more than just a game. What about these guys at the ballpark who are, uh, you know, keeping the score themselves? I like those guys. Yeah? Yeah. That's the point of that something to do it's a way to to pass to keep the up time with yeah no it's a way to it's a very slow moving game yeah uh yeah you think uh any of those guys ever try and talk to an ump afterwards and they're like oh, i had a different count no i don't think so <laughs> no they're not uh just uh i don't think they're checking. they're auditing the the umpires man that, that'd be that'd be rough because you know the the umpires they probably don't they probably have to park in like the crappy lot and stuff so like yeah. you can just find the like uh 1997 Honda Civic <laughs> there and wait there and that will be the umpire's car yeah um he's the last one to leave too he's got to clean everything up yeah afterwards. he's got to file all that paperwork <laughs> yeah <laughs> dust off the all the bases with that brush that they have yeah he's probably already had to deal with a bunch of different players parents complaining yeah that their son not playing enough and he's Man, like my brother was an umpire for little league mm-hmm. and one time he called this kid out <laughs> oh i thought you were gonna say he called this kid fat or something no, no he got, the the kid like the kid got to the base and, and my brother went like out yeah you know? And because somebody was uh, at the base holding the ball. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. the, the, and and there was some dispute. Yeah. Well, I'd have to parents, check the rule books myself. My brother must have been sixteen. Yeah. These parents were ripping this guy, my my <laughs> brother, a new a hole, and it was it was difficult to watch because yeah. it was it was people. I don't know. Can you imagine just losing it on a sixteen-year-old? I, I just saw there was a viral video this week of like the stand, a stand-clearing brawl between parents, and they were like, "This I was get over a thirteen-year-old umpire's call." Yeah, and that's fine if the if the if the parents want to fight each other, right? Hey, right. You gonna yell at a kid? Yeah. I was a uh, a soccer referee when I was uh, around that age. Really? Yeah. How'd but you keep up going up and down the field like that? I would jog, Tim. I was able to do it. I was able to keep up no problem. Uh, but I'm trying to remember. I believe I gave a parent a yellow card once, if you can believe that. Tom, you would be <laughs> so drunk with power with those. Yep. You were giving cards to everybody, I bet. Yeah. You... Or, I ran a tight ship, though, Tim. I never had to give a red card because I was so handy with the yellows. Oh, God. Everybody hates everybody you, Tom. Everybody was scared. Everybody, everybody was walking hates everybody you. Everybody was walking on eggshells. Look out. The uh, tyrant. He'll give you a red card if you fuck with him. Yeah. Wow, Tom. You were a really cool, in some, tough, respected It resulted man. in some clean games. Yeah. Anyway, and some clean sheets, meaning what? the other team didn't score. What does that mean? The the other team, they had a clean sheet because they didn't score oh, a single goal. Oh, not like bed sheets. Not bed sheets. Because these guys got dirty running around cl- in the mud and stuff right. in those cleats. Well, not on my watch. You got to take a shower before you get into bed. <laughs> right. I was going to say I was very strict about sliding. <laughs> All right, boys, hit the showers before you go to bed tonight. <laughs> That's how I would end every game. <laughs> I did have a few altercations with parents over that. <laughs> they they were like, "That's none of your business." Eh, and and here's precisely <laughs> uh, how you should wash. Yeah, and then they'd be like, "Well, that, now that's certainly let me out, show you." That's certainly out I'll of hold line. the soap. <laughs> and then I'd give them a yellow card. Yeah, uh, Tim. Uh, so we went to this game. We went to a White Sox game. White Sox versus Yankees. Yeah. Spoiler alert: the Yankees won. Yeah. The Yankees won. Uh, thanks to us, the Yankees' good luck charm in Chicago. 
you, Tom, that's the fourth time you said that to me. Like, uh, you're like, hey, did you? I'm just repeating what the players told me after the game, a few you, of them. Did you tell your wife that we're the Yankees good luck charm yeah. in Chicago? Yeah, and she said you hadn't, which was weird. Yeah. And then I had to tell her myself, at, well, we were the Yankees good luck charm in Chicago. They had She's lost, very impressed. They had lost the previous two games, I believe, because no Yankees fans came. Yeah. But then we came. We didn't cheer them on because we were afraid of somebody beating the hell out of us. <laughs> well, this is my thing. Uh-huh. At any sporting event, right? I don't like anybody that cheers too much for either team. Yeah, like, get a life. What do you? You're not. <laughs> when people get like heated about about the game and, and it's like oh, oh yeah, like when people start trash talking each other, it's yeah. it's uh, you got nothing to do with it. These are these are people, and in most cases, I love it when it's people in like their forties or fifties. Yeah. Like, you're yelling about these children out there playing the game. Yeah, yeah. Everybody on the field's old enough to be your son. Yeah, and they would they would they would throw you off a cliff if if uh if they could cuz you're so old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what that is, but you're trying to imply about Young people are always trying to baseball trying players. to trying to well, first of all, they're all jerks. Mm-hmm. And just young people are always trying to kill off the older generations. Wow. The uh... Right? It's like get out of here. Our music is cooler. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's <laughs> that, that's a, a long walk from get out of here. Our music's cooler to th- throwing them off the off a cliff. Just always trying to kill them. Um, uh, okay, so actually, that's a good question for you, etiquette wise. I am of the mind. I only cheer when something exciting's happening. Oh, you don't do like a all right, come or on, if they man. need some encouragement. Um. Yeah, I don't really cheer at all, which might surprise you. I used to in my young when I wore, when I wore a younger man's clothes, Tom. Mm-hmm. I would cheer at a baseball. Yeah, you game. would heckle at baseball players and I make would. them feel bad. Yeah, I would. Um, but uh, I don't understand. Like, I understand like two strikes, and you want to get some adrenaline pumping right. for the pitcher. Yeah. Uh, you know, and everybody does it. I think it's only useful when uh, when the power of the crowd is harnessed. Right. Otherwise, if it's if just it's like just you, if it's just some guy like, all right, all right, Bernie, yeah, get out there, huh? And it's like, yeah, good also, cut, you're, good eye. You're like 300 yards away from him. He can't hear you. Yeah. Um, what is your take on wearing the attire of the away team at the home? field i think it's fine Mm -hmm. but i think uh you're doing it to provoke Mm. so don't be surprised when people are like uh, mean to you in a disproportionate right fashion so you think they're asking for it is what you're telling i don't think they're asking for it i think you should know that uh the reason you're doing it is is you're flaunting the fact that, like, hey, I'm not like the rest of you, right? The sheep. Look at here. me, I'm behind enemy lines here. Yeah, um, and then you have to know that, like, a lot of people are drunk and uh, also just like dumb, stupid, bad people, and <laughs> mad, they'll just mad about yeah. other things in their lives. <laughs> yeah, and like they might let loose on you, and it's 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 got nothing to do with you, but also you proudly made yourself a target, right? Um. I don't know. There were some very vocal Yankees fans at the uh, at the White, White Sox, Sox game, game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they weren't even being clever or anything. They were just being annoying. Yeah. And uh, I thought uh, the they were going to get into a fight, mm-hmm. but it turns out um, everybody in the city of Chicago is a coward <laughs> and didn't want to fight these people. Yeah. Which which is uh, rich coming from uh, a coward like you who told me during the game, uh, these these Yankees fans. You said I'm gonna feel real bad when I sit by and watch these Yankees fans get the hell beaten out of them as I cheer on these White Sox fans. <laughs> like true. I'm a White Sox fan. Yeah, as no, well. it's true. But like, not even self preservation, man. It's self preservation, and also. If you're gonna if you're gonna be the proverbial fly in the ointment for these people, hey, don't be surprised when they pull out the fly swatter. 
Yeah, and be clever about it. I like when there's like somebody being a being a uh, you know heckling at the game and like razzing the fans of the yeah. other team. But like it's it's great when they're funny when they're when they're saying entertaining stuff when they're just saying players' names in an annoying way like. Like Aaron Judge, you know, and judges up, <laughs> yeah, and like being like, "Oh yeah, that's a single baby or something." <laughs> Wait, what, what that's kind what, of that's, have you- that's what these these guys were doing. They were basically whenever the Yankees would do something good, they'd be like, "Yeah, that's right, baseball boys, that's how it's done," yeah. or something, and you know. Make fun of, you know, say funny things. Oh, yeah. Uh, Top of the order. (laughs) Here we go again, (laughs) baby. I would actually, I would like that. I'm going to start doing that. You liked those guys? Uh, No, I'd like the idea of uh, just saying dumb things out loud. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know you like saying dumb things out loud. I spent a lot of time with you. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Better Help. Tim, you ever uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly, you're yeah. just walking around. You want to tell people you hate them or you love them or you uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting, but... you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I said a lot of things. Love second, and then the treasure. That's also the positive. treasure is the is the wild card. We <laughs> it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're, we're big uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we, we, we think it's uh, something anyone can, uh, can benefit from. It's not just uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Tim, let's talk turkey. Let's talk about what is really getting people out to the games. There's two things. First, uh, promotional items. Door giveaways. Door giveaways. <laughs> you keep telling me not to call them door giveaways. It just what makes you... you sound like such a square. <laughs> what would you call them when it's like bobblehead night? We call it bobblehead night. They're giving them away at the door. They're giveaways. Giveaways. But See, where they happen? There are no doors in a stadium, Tom. At the gates. Yeah, gates. Gate giveaways. Yeah. Gateaways. Um, Give a gates. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's not a unique thing to baseball, but baseball is what I identify door giveaways with. The Stop most. saying what? door giveaways. I don't know what else to call them. Promotional giveaways. Just call them giveaways. Yeah, but then it's like, you know, somebody tuning in just now, they could be thinking I'm talking about a sweepstakes. That's fine. Let them. Well, maybe it's fine for you. It's not fine. Not me, everybody Tim. has like to, to understand be, everything. I like all to the be time, precise Tom. with my words. Um,. Don't say, honestly, I don't know why it. It, I'm angry. <laughs> it's it's. I see you there with your yellow card, being like, oh, like, 
out of touch, <laughs> thinking people respect you, but really you, you're using the wrong words. You're really just rubbing everyone the wrong way. <laughs> Man, Tim, you better hope you're never up at bat at a professional baseball game and I'm in the stands because I don't need to yell door giveaways <laughs> and getting you all flustered. So one way to get under my skin. Swing How does a, he know? Swing and a miss. Side retired. <laughs> Well, that's the, uh, the 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 third third uh, out swinging by old Tim. Man, you really know that. <laughs> do you want to say strikeout? Is that what that's you want to do? The third strikeout <laughs> out by old swinging. Tim. Uh, caught looking, caught looking on each one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like I like any kind of giveaway, but especially like a door giveaway. You do like any kind of giveaway. And uh, I get excited for giveaways, and then I immediately, it's immediately a burden. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you a thing that I've brought home from a ball game that I'm like, yeah, and, uh, you know, it's up on my mantle. It's a, uh, a, a prized possession of mine. I'm maniacal when I'm going to a bobblehead day. It's yeah. Like, I need to get it, and if, if, if. You know, it's the first twenty five thousand fans will get this. I'm crestfallen <laughs> if I if I don't make the cut. Yeah. We missed out on shirts at this uh yeah, White Sox. Some game. Horrendous looking uh, shirts. Horrendous like yeah, they were cool. But they were like very cheap looking Yeah, material. It was supposed to be just a fun, stupid yeah. thing. I don't think it was like wear it to work tomorrow, everybody. Well, I mean In Chicago. It, it, it they probably did. <laughs> <laughs> the entire city of Chicago <laughs> wore those ugly looking shirts the next day. Um I Tom, mm-hmm. can I just make clear I love Chicago and all the people there except for the Nazis and white supremacists. Right. And the people that wear the ugly shirts. No, work. I like when people wear ugly shirts. I wear ugly shirts constantly. Hey, it's ugly shirt day. It's ugly shirt life as far as I'm concerned. Um yeah, I usually forget that You're they're... a fan of ugly shirts, right? Yeah. I usually forget that there's a promotional item happening until I get to the game, and then when I get one, it's the surprise of my life. I've yeah. never been so excited. It's they do themselves a disservice. I think those shirts were cool because they were ridiculous. The Mets, right. uh, the the Mets of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they do. These were button up shirts. You could wear them with a tie. Yeah, I'm, I wore one to a funeral. <laughs> Um, I went to, uh, no, no, every Friday Mets do a t-shirt giveaway yeah. and like they do cool designs like based on like a player's nickname or something and, okay. and they're different every week and they're, they're very much of the moment in the zeitgeist, right? right. And two seasons of, from now, you won't remember what they referred to. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because the only size they give out is like double XL. Uh, so like they go, it's like this cool gesture kind of, and I know they can't be like, all right, what's your size? Right. And then people be like, mm, medium, we don't have mediums left. Yeah. And people. you don't like uh plus size people. You've gone on record multiple times saying you don't think they should get free stuff. That's not entirely accurate, but it's somewhat accurate. I would say that a very small it, I would say the same thing if they only gave away small shirts. Mm-hmm. Anything that c- couldn't but be one could size. But you could wear an extra large shirt, an XXL. You couldn't wear a small shirt. But I wouldn't wear an XXL shirt. Well, if you tied it up real cute-like. Yeah, tied it, I tie up all my shirts real cute-like. Right. So it's, it's a non-issue here, Tom. Okay. But I, I wouldn't do it... Look, you really took this to a place. <laughs> All I meant to say was that it's not functional right. for the majority of the people yeah, who so receive them. No matter what the yeah, they the reason they do it two X L or whatever mm-hmm. uh is because it's like, well this technically will fit on anybody, right? Like uh not people that wear triple XL. Is there a triple XL? Yeah, there's like, it goes all the way up. Six XL at least. Does it go to a million XL? Time? No, it doesn't go to a million XL. So don't say it goes, it goes all the way six, up. It goes to six or seven XL. Okay. I know if you go to the big and tall. All right. Um, no, that's where Chicago had it right because these were like uh, like jersey style shirts and they were button up. So it's yeah. like, oh yeah, if it's huge on you, then it's a robe. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago, where everything's bad. <laughs> I lo- I had so much fun in Chicago, and literally everybody I met except for this one Lyft driver was mm-hmm. was a delight. Um, 
now bobbleheads bobbleheads the most uh is that the giveaway that you are most uh drawn to yeah but again i as soon as i get on the subway home i'm looking for a kid to give it to yeah and it's like and then uh It'll be fifty bucks. <laughs> Go get it from uh, your dad. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking for a kid to flip it to. Is yeah, what he meant yeah. to say. I went to a Beanie Baby day when I was 13, Tom. Yeah, and I got a Beanie Baby mm-hmm. at Yankee Stadium, and I flipped it as soon as I got into the stadium. Some guy uh, was like, "Hey, uh, open!" Because they were only giving it to kids. Yeah, they were only giving it to 12 and under, but they just handed it to me as I walked in. So yeah. I was like, "Well, offended. you were, you had one of those." Uh, big uh, sucker lollipops like you always did yeah and i had my hair in the curls <laughs> right and you had a, a, little, a little navy hat on yeah a little lord fauntleroy situation <laughs> right yeah so i, I understand hey, i'm 13 yeah and, and i was like embarrassed because when you're 13 and right. you're handed a stuffed animal because you're like hey, and some some guy it was during beanie baby mania right and uh this guy was like i'll give you 20 dollars for it. it's for my son and i was like yeah, yeah right, right. And uh, I was like, sweet, and I got rid of this thing. And then uh, the pitcher, David Wells, pitched a perfect game that oh, day. Yeah. And it was at the very beginning of like eBay and stuff. Yeah. Maybe I was 14. Uh, and they were going. Do you the- know how old you were in regard to how when eBay was popular? Yeah. <laughs> That's when you corrected. Yeah. You're like, no, eBay was big. I was 14. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. And I think it was 96, actually. Yeah. Uh, Oh, but it was a week before my birthday. Mm. Okay, so it's still 13. Um, oh, it was 97. Okay, it, it doesn't matter. Tom, doesn't matter. You turn into Rain Man when it comes to <laughs> eBay and how old you were. <laughs> the the Beanie Babies were going on eBay for like $600 the next oh, day. Oh, man, you fucked up. Yeah. Did you try and get in touch with that guy again? Yeah, I did. And what'd he say? He's like, oh, my son. And it's like, you don't have a son, you, you weird old asshole. Yeah, you wanted to flip this on eBay. Yeah. You know about eBay. And you're like, mark my words, from now on, I'm going to keep track of eBay <laughs> <laughs> to, to a ridiculous I extent. I won't get burned again, Tom. Yeah, I'm going to keep track of how popular eBay is week to week. eBay's weird now. eBay is weird now. Uh, it's not uh, like it used to be back in the day. Like you, it's 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 people have stores there, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that was kind of always the case. Uh, not there's in '97. A lot, <laughs> there's a lot more new stuff being. Yeah, sold that's on what eBay. I mean. Yeah, like people go there for to buy like new products from. Uh, people have businesses where they yeah. wholesale products and sell them through eBay for a fixed price, not an right. auction model, right? Or they have businesses where they shoplift from stores and then they sell those items on eBay. And then you can get a, a significant discount on an item, and and you can just be oblivious to. There's it. I probably don't know if some I... middleman in there. It's uh, not oh, direct. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. So that's what I meant. Wholesaling, right? Maybe not necessarily from the manufacturer. Tom. Hey, fell off the back of a truck, right? Yeah, right. This one time, this guy tried to. Uh, who was this guy? I forget, but he was like trying to sell me a uh, like a whole. Uh, like a big uh, cargo thing of uh, jeans. Were they your size? No, <laughs> that was what I asked. I was like, "Hey, this might work out yeah, if I have a, jeans for life, baby." Yeah, if I have like a whole uh, what do you call it? Like a shipping container. That's what it was. It was like a half a shipping container or a shipping Where container. Where was this that you were? This is on Long Island, of course. No, no, but what what room were you in when oh, this happened? Uh, I forget. I can't remember what all the details. Oh no, I remember who it was. It was a. It wasn't on Long Island. It was a bouncer we knew. Oh. He was asking it. He's like, hey, would you be interested in buying a shipping container full of uh, designer jeans? What about you made him think? <laughs> I don't know, but I asked how much. And he was like, I'll, I can call the guy. I was like, nah, if you got to call the guy, forget it. How much do you think that costs? $10,000? That would be my guess, somewhere around $10,000. How many I don't pairs know of they, jeans do you think were there? I don't know if the jeans are stacked all the way at the ceiling yeah. to, to, to an extent where it's actually hard to get them out. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, if maybe that factors into the price. Look, some of these jeans are hard to get out, especially Mm. if you're looking for a size towards the back. Yeah. But those shipping containers, I think they open on both sides. So actually, it'd be the ones in the middle. You can go in and push it through. Well, (laughs) I don't know if that'd be a good idea, Tim, but they're all folded nicely. Then you have to refold them. 
I find folding clothes to be uh, calming, or meditative. What if, what if you think that's the way you're buying them? You open up the, the shed or the shipping container, they're all loose in there. Yeah. What a nightmare. I'll have, you know what? It's really like a, a storage like, oh, sorry, war situation, was, right? Yeah. Where you, 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 you roll the dice, you bid on it, and then you, you can't get in there until, yeah. until you've bought it. And then I complain, and they make me feel like an idiot because they're like, oh, you think they stay folded when they're out on the high seas? And it's like, oh, I, I, yeah, I guess that doesn't make sense. But some of them have that like little clip on them, right? right. To keep them. Or so. if it was stacked up to the ceiling, then that's going to keep them in in line. Yeah. There's a number of ways that could have played out. I really wish you had gotten more information about the jeans. Yeah, I don't think I had a reasonable way to flip that many jeans. I didn't have a reason. No, that was literally because I was like a little bit interested. And yeah, then, you you love schemes. You love shady schemes. Oh, I'm always schemes, interested in stuff. But you always abandon them halfway through. Yeah. Like you make the investment, <laughs> and, then, and then you just walk away. No, I think he was like calling the guy, and then I was like, "Oh, I only I was gonna buy like maybe a pair or two of jeans <laughs> if you had my size." <laughs> He's like, "Nah, we don't. You can't move them that way. It'd take forever." I'm like, "Oh, well, how would I move them?" How do you, what would you do? Like, Open you'd have back. to go there. You'd have to rent a truck. Yeah. And I think and the idea the was like that I would. under cover of night? Uh, I think it might have been on the up and up, but I think it was probably jeans somebody else couldn't sell. What the hell on the up? The, uh, a bouncer <laughs> at the bar. And I know when these conversations <laughs> happened. It was after the bar ended. So it was like 4.30 in the morning when they were yeah. cut. And it was just like us and our friends hanging out with the bartenders and the bouncer, right? Yeah. So, like, no legitimate business gets done after. <laughs> That's when all legitimate uh, business Sunday gets morning done. at 4.30 a.m., and the bouncer is uh, selling me a shipping container full of jeans. Yeah, well, he's got a, you know. This is how J.P. Morgan <laughs> got his start. Look, that's when businesses happened, Tim, because if we had done the exchange, I would have all these jeans ready for sale on Monday. Presumably, I would open a store that sold one style of jeans in, in, in various sizes. Maybe not even various sizes. Maybe only a few sizes. Yeah. yeah. Well, ultimately, it didn't happen. Tim, we're skipping the biggest draw of all to ballparks, and that's the food. The jeans. <laughs> the jeans. It's just, um, if I had a professional baseball team, I could have had jeans night. <laughs> the first 14,000 fans will get a free pair of jeans. Yeah. And, and I and would and be able to offer different sizes, maybe. maybe no, nah, wouldn't. you wouldn't be able to get. There's no efficient way to distribute at, at, at the gate. You tell people this is the gate for small people, this is the gate for medium people, this is the gate for extra large people. But what if it's nowhere near their seat? Tough. Then you get what you get. Look, uh, maybe you your gate is near the size you are, and it's your lucky day. But otherwise, you gotta you gotta walk around the stadium. And if you don't like that, that's fine. But you're just gonna get the size you get. Mm, that's fair. I would do it. I would go to the other side of the stadium just to get my size. Who? But if I got over there and they were out of it, oh, I'd be furious. You would ask to talk to the manager. I Tom. would ask them put me on a golf cart and drive me over to the other side. Drive me through the field. <laughs> So what's the biggest draw? The food. The food. Yeah. Uh, I. It's right in the song. Theoretically love the food at a ballpark, but I don't think I ever really enjoy it. Yeah, in practice, the food's always uh, not great. Except in the old Yankee Stadium, Tom, mm -hmm. right near uh, the season tickets uh, that my family had mm. uh, in, the, in the upper deck, uh, there was a, a stand called sausage etc yeah and it only sold <laughs> sausage okay Misleading the etc might have been the peppers and onions that went on top of it oh okay i mean when i was like buns when i was it, it, it was good sausage tom yeah it's probably bad sausage right but uh and it was big it was a big sausage and peppers hero thing that you can get mm -hmm. i remember being like nine ten eleven and just housing one of these things nice yeah we went. We got uh, helmets full of nachos at the White Sox game. I could not believe how many nachos were in this helmet. I could yeah. not believe how heavy the helmet was. And granted, the helmet was nineteen dollars. Yeah. Um, and that included the nachos. I think by 
stadium standards, nineteen dollars by that for that much food uh, is reasonable. Oh, absolutely! Like I, I a, was a crap hot dog is usually like seven to nine dollars, right? Oh, easily. Uh, I've seen ten dollar hot dogs if you can believe it. I just every blew my top. <laughs> Everything. Every... I gotta stop s- starting to say things when I have nothing to say. It's been. <laughs> It's been a theme lately on this on this oh. show. It's like, oh, I, I, and now I talk. And now I'll say, uh, I'll try and come up with a new catchphrase. <laughs> we need more catchphrases. We should start selling shirts. I just shirts blew my a... top. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? You went topless? No, your, your uh, head no. exploded. I was trying to it, like uh, the visual. I was trying to say is like, uh, I was so surprised by the prospect of a ten dollar hot dog. Then my wig flew off. <laughs> okay, well then say it that way. Yeah, all right. I was so surprised my wig fell off, blew off, <laughs> blew off. <laughs> shot off. Yeah, yeah. It like, uh, yeah. Like it was like a like a somebody shot with a six mm. shooter. It went on the other side of the room. Do you think they can put that on a shirt? I was so surprised <laughs> that my wig shot off. What do you mean? Do I think they can put that on a shirt? Yeah, they can put it on Do you think it, it would sell? Shirt. Do you think that I should I should make that uh, a, no, a catchphrase? No, I don't phrase? think it will sell. But you can put anything you want on a shirt. <laughs> yeah, I know, Tom. Well, then why'd you ask if they can put that on a shirt? What I meant was, do you think it would be in our best interest to put that on a shirt and sell it on the internet? A shirt that says, <laughs> I was so surprised my wig shot off? Yes, it's my beloved catchphrase. Would it have a picture of anything? Yeah, maybe a wig shooting <laughs> off of a head. Your Somebody, head? <laughs> maybe. All right. Maybe yeah. it's just the top of a head. Right. It could be anybody. It could be anybody. That's the scary part. <laughs> For somebody looking at the shirt. Now the shirt's meant to intimidate people, right? Yeah. Um, it's Tim, meant to warn people off surprising you lest your wig shoot up. <laughs> Wait. So the shirt is so people don't surprise you. Okay. Yes. I don't see what's so, so shirt, difficult about this. But the shirt's telling them about a previous time you were surprised? <laughs> yeah, I guess it doesn't make sense. It would be, you know what, though? That would be a great shirt to wear uh, with your head shaved clean. Yeah. All and right. Then people wouldn't ask what happened to your hair. Hey, read the shirt, buddy. Fair game. But yeah. But then they'd be like, no, well, that's what happened to your wig. I asked what happened to your hair. Tom. <laughs> and then you had another thing on the back. Yeah. And it costs more money to get it printed on two sides. Look, we need more catchphrases. We need to sell more shirts. Mm-hmm. We need to sell more merchandise. We don't sell any shirts I right know. now. We don't even have any. I know. People are, 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 are clamoring for them. So let's let's get to work. We should come up with at least one catchphrase every week and see what sticks. All right. Then how would you tell when it sticks? If you hear people using it on the street? Yeah. If it just, you know, so permeates it, the you know, the zeitgeist. You keep using zeitgeist this Did I episode. Say that? Yeah. yeah. So uh, that word's really uh <laughs> don't say it. Uh, nachos, that's food. Hot dogs, also a good food at the ball game. Uh, what's your feeling on peanuts at a ball game? You know, I like the idea of being able to throw your trash on the floor. Yeah. But I don't like eating peanuts. I think peanuts are such a garbage food. No, you're wrong. Peanuts are good. And peanuts are- If you're going to eat a nut, eat a, a better nut than a peanut, for Christ's sake. Well, sakes. a lot of times, ball games, they've only got peanuts on offer. Not these modern ballparks, Tom. They got like gourmet bespoke nuts and stuff. Yeah, I could go for some of those uh, like roasted cashews. Yeah, in a ball game. Uh, do they have those at ball games? I'm sure somewhere. Yeah, I'm That's sure there's a. Uh, you know what they should do at the the New York uh, the stadiums. Stadiums. They they try to bring in kind of the higher end uh, food, like the Danny Meyer restaurants and stuff. Yeah. Um, they should bring in the the crappy hey, like bring s- in the Oscar Mayer restaurant. Yeah, or like bring in the nuts for nuts vendors. Yeah, and just that's what uh, I'm thinking. The halal carts and yeah, stuff. a little real taste in New York. Yeah, hey, the real New York that you get outside of uh, Central Park. <laughs> yeah, man, I love nuts for nuts. I hang out in Central Park all the time. I go nuts for nuts for nuts. 
that that tracks. Uh, beer at a ballpark. Do you like going to the stadium, or you like buying from a guy who goes beer? Yeah. I don't like. I don't like uh, interacting with the vendors. No. No. Why not? They're too they're, cool. Well, and there's always like a weird thing. You have to tip them. Um, no, or you, you should. Hate t- that. No, I'm just saying you should tip them. Yeah, so. and you hate tipping people. Well, I'll go buy it at the stand if I don't want to tip somebody. My thing is, they have so much confidence. I'm intimidated to talk to them. They all have a shtick. They all have a shtick, and they have like a like a method of the how the transaction goes, and you're not really sure. Yeah, and they and it's like you got to keep up, otherwise they make you feel like a fool. Yeah, and the whole time they're they're doing the transaction, they're scanning, looking for their next uh, exactly. their next mark. Yeah, sometimes they're even talking to people, like, "Yeah, I got you next, buddy." It's like, hey, yeah, uh, what about me? Yeah, I'm, I'm and they're like, it. "Hey, where's your money?" Yeah. Like you did, I'm not talking to you. I, I was talking to you actually during that. Have your money ready. Yeah. And then uh, people got to pass the hot dog or the beer down yeah. and Lord then pass God the money. You get some peanuts and the guys, uh, he just whips them at you. Oh, I haven't had that happen. Really? Oh, I would like that to happen. I would yeah, like but, some peanuts whipped at me. Yeah, but guess what? The, it's it's There's more pressure than you've ever been in your life to catch something. That's why I, I always bring a catcher's mitt to the game. Do you bring a mitt to the game? Yeah. No, I'm not a child. But, Tom, just a few days ago when we were at a baseball game, a foul ball came not even really near us. Yeah. And you freaked out and got so scared. Yeah, I should bring one just for protection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm not going to try and catch a uh, catch a foul ball barehanded. But you probably could. Yeah, I mean, usually they're not going that fast by the time they get you know into the seats I'm in. I have no idea how fast a ball is going. And sometimes they're I like, think it'd be hard to catch barehanded because they've got like a real spin on them. You know? Yeah, people do it though. Yeah. Like, man, if I grown ups, if I caught a foul ball barehanded or a, a home run barehanded, I would never stop talking about it. I know, Tom. If somebody near you did it, you I'd would be, be so like, mad, "Oh, man. I almost did it." Yeah, I yeah, we done we that. caught that <laughs> ball together. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't like when things happen to you. You talk about them too much. <laughs> That's fair. Too. I don't like when good things happen to you, Tom. That's fair, as my friend, to feel that way. Yeah, well. Uh, do you want to solve a problem? Are we done talking about ballparks? I think so, unless you've got more things to talk about as far as ballparks are concerned. Yeah, let's solve a problem. Welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems, where we solve your problems. What are you Tom. doing? I'm doing the intro this Why? Because I want to. <laughs> if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at gmail.com. Tim, we got a problem this week from a lady. Uh, she said we can use her name. If <laughs> You're furious. that I don't I know why this is happening this way. <laughs> well, Tim, you're being phased out. I'm I'm doing. Uh, I can read the writing on the wall. Some on-the-job training <clears throat> of reading letters. Hi, Tim and Tom. I need your advice. I hire a lot of interns, so I'm a real stick. Who's this from, Tom? A lady. Who? Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. Okay. You 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 should say you should it's introduce. It's at the at the end. She says her name. Yeah, but you what we generally do is we say at the. At I the said beginning, at the beginning, I'm Tom. You're. It's brought this to a grinding halt. Um. <laughs> I was in the middle of reading the letter, and you interrupted. Yeah, but you did it wrong. You interrupted me. You read and the Lauren. fucking re- letter wrong, Tom. Oh, I read the letter wrong, Tim. This is why you're being phased out. Oh, Jesus. I hire a lot of interns, so I'm a real stickler when it comes to cover letters. A great candidate should tell me how they will benefit the company, not why the company would benefit them. But unfortunately, I see so many cover letters in which the candidates go on and on for a full page about themselves, and to be honest, I don't fucking care. And there's cursing in this one? I added that. No, it was in there. Add add a lot of curses. (laughs) Those kinds of letters all blur together, for shit's sake. 
Nothing sets them apart. God damn it. Fortunately, hell, all but one of my interns, despite their not so great letters, have been amazing as 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 all crap. I'd love to give them some fucking advice on how to develop a great cover letter and resume, but I'm not sure how to do it or when to do it. Do I critique their letter on the first day and potentially start off on the wrong foot? Or do I wait until their last day and let them realize that I've been that I've been stewing on their piss poor cover letters for Was a whole hers? semester? No, but she had poor and I put mm. piss in there. Nice. You put piss in a lot of things, Tom. <laughs> Just jars <laughs> around your apartment. <laughs> I don't want to seem like an ass, but as a boss. I feel like I should guide them on the right fucking path. All right, stop with that. <laughs> to stay silent on their boring cover letters would be irresponsible as ass. What should I fucking do? Stop it. <laughs> feel free to use my goddamn name. Hopefully, if any of my interns hear this, it'll spook them into writing a good you cover letter. You should have said le- shit for brains, <laughs> interns. <laughs> Hopefully, if any of my shit for brains interns hear this, mm. It'll, it'll make them shit their pants into writing a good cover letter. Mm. Thanks so goddamn much, Lauren. Yeah. What was the question? I was very distracted by your she gratuitous... Gets a, <laughs> she gets a lot of cover letters from interns, and all the cover letters are real bad. And the cover letters are all about how, like, it would be great for them me, to get hired. Me, me, me. Me, me, not Here's you, Here's what you, you can do for me. Yeah. Um, call them out on that right away. Yeah. Right? No reason not to. Just yeah. be like, by the way, um, this is uh, warranted well, so or not. Her her question is, should I do it on the first day yeah, or yeah. should I do it on the last yeah. day? Yeah, warranted or not, mm-hmm. the generation coming up now that's entering the workforce. Oh, here we go. Has, baby boomer Tim. No, no. Has, I, I, I would say it's largely unwarranted, but has uh, the reputation of being like, entitled and self-centered uh even though no like no generation was more entitled and self-centered than the baby boomers yeah um but you know largely people that that that's the rap they're getting right and so you, gotta you don't want to like, feed into that and if these people are good if these interns are good yeah. you'd be like hey here's how to get a leg up uh when you're when you're applying for a real job mm-hmm. uh think about it it's 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 just a it's a it's a shift in their thinking just be like don't tell don't tell anybody what you'll benefit from this nobody cares how you'll benefit right tell them how the company will benefit from you see but i would say wait until the last day to tell them all this because then presumably you've you've got a better rapport with them no, this sets the rapport. You can do this in a in in a productive way, without being like, "Hey, you fucking idiot!" L- well, this Lauren it. likes to curse, though. I so know I don't she think does. She'll be able First to... of all, Lauren should not be supervising interns with a with a mouth like that. Yeah, unless it's uh, it's on a ship. <laughs> uh, she didn't say if it was on a ship she, or she not. Swears like a sailor, Tom. Yeah, it might be. I don't know if ships have interns. Sure they do. No, they have like a... They're the ones who like pin the maps uh, to the wall. Yeah, but that's like a deckhand. No, nah, because they wouldn't be on deck. They're below deck. Yeah, they're below deck, Tom. Yeah, the have you ever even been on a ship? No. Jesus Christ. Um, No, there's a, there's a good way I've to do got, that. I've got to go on a ship this weekend to pick up a, some jeans I bought, though. <laughs> Wait, you have to take a ship to the container? <laughs> no, no, but the container's on the ship. I it's my uh, responsibility to get it. the okay, container yeah, off the sense. ship. All right. Uh no, what what's your advice for, for Lauren? I say wait till the last day. So you've got a rapport so you can say, Hey, look, you know I'm not an asshole. I'm just trying to help you out. Because I, I would think anything said on anything when I've been an intern, anything said to me on the first day has always been meant to intimidate me. Um, I don't, I don't, where did you intern? A lot of ships. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that's true. I think, I think this is a positive thing. I think Lauren should, should not see this as a burden, mm-hmm. but an opportunity. What if one of these interns tells their mom and dad, though? 
Oh, so now, so you were gonna shit on me uh-huh. for for uh, for being mean to that generation, but you're you're serious about this. <laughs> you really think all those all those young people are? You uh, might tell their mom and dad. Their mom and dad might call. Yeah, that's true. And you got that to deal with. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I, I, a, a rare split decision. Yeah. You know what? You can't ask for a a, a, a specific. Should I do A or should I do B? <laughs> You're always going to get one of both. Yeah. Because yeah. me and Tom don't like to agree with each other. Well, there you have it, Lauren. looks like you're going to have to be the tiebreaker on this one. Just uh, let us know what you chose um, and who's the smarter man. Well, that's obvious. Is it? Are you thinking it's you? Yeah, okay. that's what I'm thinking. I would, I would imagine that's the way you think. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at completeguideeverything at gmail.com. You can check out our website. You know what she could say? What? She could say, look, I was reading over your cover letter, Mm -hmm. and it made it, like, I honestly wasn't impressed. Yeah. You should tell your mom to write a better one for you. But then, when I met you and saw... What a good worker how, you how are. How attractive you are. What a good worker you are. <laughs> I was so surprised. My wig shot off my head. <laughs> yeah, and then that way you get over the initial discomfort of, yes, and I, then they'll I be wear like, a wig. And the, and the kids will be like, the, the young interns will be like, wow, she knows all the cool lingo <laughs> right. that we kids are using. Yeah, and then you've got an instant rapport. Yeah. Yeah, let me tell the other kids... This Lauren, she knows all the the cool phrases. Yeah. And 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 hey, look, do you mind if I wear my? I was so surprised my wig shot off uh, shirt to to work tomorrow. No, Lauren, just be like, yeah. No, wear we it. have a very strict business attire here. But it better not be one of those bootleg shirts that oh, are yeah. all over the internet right now. Yeah. You had to buy it from tcgte.com slash store. I'm going to be checking it to make sure it has the hologram on it Yeah, that shows it's officially licensed. Yeah, and it has the complete guide patch on the on the arm. <laughs> Which is also a hologram. Which is also a ho- The whole shirt's <laughs> the riddled shirt's with holograms. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, go to our website, tcgt.com. Maybe you'll find shirts there with holograms. Uh, you can support the show by supporting our sponsors. Also by doing your Amazon shopping at tcgt.com slash Amazon. Hey, it's no skin off your nose. It's one extra click, and we get a little bit of money from it. And tcg, no, com- patreon.com slash complete guide for our Patreon, where we have things like uh, uh, books to podcasts, where we are currently reading... A Brave New World. Just Brave New World. The Brave New World uh, by Al Huxley. Tim's reading it. He's telling me about it. I'm learning a lot about this Brave New World. It really is a Brave New World. Uh, that's patreon.com slash complete guide. Um, and you can follow us on uh, Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. Uh, Tim, are you going to any more ball games this season? I imagine I will. I've you already live been by to two. City Field. Yeah, the Mets ballpark. Yeah, so you can just you can go there any time of day. I mean, there has to be a game going on. I think. I mean, I could go there. Can you go inside like a church when games aren't happening and just kind of walk around? No. <laughs> I always do that in movies. They always meet at ball games. What? What movie? Moneyball. <laughs> the people that work at the stadium. Do they work at the stadium? Yeah. Yeah, uh, they work in the back office. The front office. <laughs> Not these guys. Yeah, with those crazy ideas, they're yeah. relegated to the back office. Back yeah. there with your numbers. We'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast.